Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Sometimes I'm looking at the text line and I see old texts. Like it's the text before the most recent one they sent. So like last hour we were talking about the worst tourist attractions in the world and one of them was the Taj Mahal for dumb reasons. But anyway... Somebody sent this text about that. I saw a monkey riding a bear on the drive to the Taj Mahal. True story. It's kind of a humble Mm. brag, but at the same time, a good story. I saw a monkey riding a bear. I've never seen, outside of a circus perhaps, a monkey riding a bear, like in in real life. So that's a good one. One wonders at the genesis of that pairing. Did the monkey leap unbidden upon the bear? Were they partners? Were they put up to it by locals to get tips? Uh, it's a fascinating question. Is it a transportation thing? Hey, you're going that way? My legs are tired. Mind if I hit you right? Uh, but whoever this is that texted me, the text prior to that was this, and this is from months ago. We have an obese person in our office that falls asleep constantly because of her sleep apnea brought on by being so fat. The only time she is alert is when she eats fast food for lunch. I will never hire a fat person again. Here's a person in a position of hiring and firing. Whose personal experience is that? I don't know what we were talking about at the time, but uh, so say that again. The person is only alert after lunch. We have an ob- obese person in our office that falls asleep constantly because of her sleep apnea b- brought on by being so fat. Oh, the okay. only time she's alert is when she's eating fast food for lunch. Wow. Well, get that sleep apnea treated. Right, exactly. I wonder what we were talking about that day. 
I don't. Uh, well, I'd imagine obesity in some regard. I'd, Perhaps. It's not as charming a tale as the whole monkey riding a bear. <laughs> no. This is a person that has the sort of wealth that gets to go to the Taj Mahal, too. Who's made that hiring and firing decision. Wow. Wow. Well, there you go. That's some diverse experiences. Thank you for contributing to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So uh, on another topic, I've been saying for a very long time that Ibram X. Kendi and Robin D'Angelo and the whole anti-racism crew are A, neo-Marxists and B, scammers who are preying on weak-willed, white, guilt-ridden suburbanites who are just desperate to be accepted and look noble. Yes, you're right about about all that. But you know what those two people have in common? They've gotten very wealthy. Oh, absolutely, please. Patrice Cullors, the whole BLM crowd taking in tens of millions of dollars from idiotic American corporations who want to be on the right side of history. And then these people take the money and do nothing for black people to just get really rich and continue to prey on, again, chuckle-headed, white, suburban women mostly, and those desperate to be accepted with their 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 completely ridiculous, unfalsifiable racial claims, where the only way you can be anointed as a non-racist or an anti-racist is if you do precisely what they say. And one of the other things they do is they pitch that anything that doesn't help people of color um, is by definition racist. Well, as a couple of the folks at the National Re- Review pointed out, this Ibram X. Kendi collected $43 million in grants and gifts for his Center for Anti-Racist Research at Boston University. They've taken that $43 million. $43 million? And done virtually nothing with it. Shocking. They haven't produced scholarship. They it, it's, it's, it's pretty funny when you get into the details. Um... According to 2021 budget records obtained by the Daily Free Press, $43 million includes general support, such as the $10 million from Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey, as well as donations for specific projects. Um, Jack Dorsey gave him $10 million? Yes. Did he read the book? Has anybody (laughs) read the book? I know. How to be an anti-racist. It just, it should... It should strike you if you're of uh, at least average intelligence as an unworkable way to look at the world. And highly racist. Yeah, well, incredibly it, racist. It doesn't matter your intentions or, or your life experience or anything. Unless you tow Kendi's line, specifically, you're a racist. And people fell for this stuff. Um, and gave cover to real racists. In so doing, calling everybody a racist. Uh, But he launched in 2020 and said, my hope is that it becomes a premier research center for researchers and practitioners to really solve these intractable racial problems of our time, et cetera, et cetera. Well, they just had massive layoffs because they're not doing anything. Uh, And a week and a week after the layoffs at BU, Boston University announced that they received complaints, quote, focused on the center's culture and its grant management processes and practices, uh, meaning that they just seemed to be handing out dollars to their friends and, and weren't producing any any real scholarship. This is so shocking. Uh, let's see. Uh, and here's another aspect to it. Uh one of the university officials said that none of his work came to fruition, which included developing coursework for a graduate degree in an undergraduate minor in anti-racist studies. 
The whole thing has been abandoned in part because I think CAR, the Institute, is not able to generate sufficient support from the faculty to pull it off. Yeah, maybe. But um, they never created the courses and the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, what the, what the hell is the word curriculum? I just used? Curriculum. Yeah, they never bothered to develop the curriculum. Um, wow. It's pretty hard. Oh, go ahead. That's quite amazing. You all remember, this is the guy that came up with the idea that if you say, um, I'm not a racist, that's proof you're a racist. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's unfalsifiable. It's it's the ducking a witch test. Uh, says uh, one other person in the educational establishment, it's, quote, it's pretty hard for me to imagine they blew through $30 million in two years. There's been a lack of transparency about how much money comes in and how it's spent from the beginning, which comports with larger culture of secrecy. Wow. How do you and go through that much money in that amount of time? Well, and here's a woman who works at Boston University said, it's not hard for me to imagine how they blew it. I watched them gut the entire area of the building where the offices are located. It was quite a process watching them dismantle and rebuild the office suites. As a person interested in renovations, this was dramatic, speedy, and no doubt costly. Additionally, I always wondered where the head of the organization was, as it never seemed that he was in Boston or Boston University when he appeared on TV or Zoom events. Might be worthwhile to audit travel records to see what was going on there. I feel so badly for the 20 to 30 staff members that were fired, mostly people of color, by the way. So if Kendi took in 40 mil or $34 million, whatever it was, and gave a bunch of people of color jobs, then had to lay them off because he squandered all the money, he's a racist. By his own definition. And a racist against black people, oddly enough. Uh, anyway, I feel so badly for the 20 or 30 staff members that were fired. Sounds like a very toxic work environment. I hope they find healing in new positions. Obviously, this is not some sort of right-wing lunatic writing this. Um, it seems as if BU wanted so badly to be adjacent to this big, popular, young superstar talent and totally disregarded the... Uh, the CV, the curricula vitae, the, the uh, resume of the person they put in place. In academia, this is not unusual because there's such a fight and desire to be relevant and find ways to attract more students and funding. It's all about the almighty dollar, and BU's Charles Rivers camp, River Campus leadership has blown it once again. So, Kendi and then the people that ran BLM that bought all those really, really expensive houses with the money. So... Were these people con men from the beginning? Con people, because there were women involved with the BLM thing. Mm -hmm. Or they, yeah. they're, they're just con men from the beginning? Or is it just the age-old old story of, like, you might... You know, it's like people go to Washington, D.C. to do good, and they end up doing well. Do you, do you end up in a situation where all of a sudden there's a whole bunch of money flying around and nobody's paying any attention, and there's just a human nature problem of a lot of people, when they have the opportunity to do the wrong thing, will do the wrong thing. Is that what's going on here? I think it was Daniel Patrick Moynihan who famously said, every good cause starts as a cause, turns into a business, and ends up a racket. I mean, I just wonder if you end up with a whole bunch of money all of a sudden out of nowhere. Imagine how crazy it was in the early days of BLM or for uh, Kendi. When the money was flowing in, all of a sudden you get a check. Hey, we just got a check from Jack Dorsey for $10 million. $10 million? Yeah. What do we do with it? Put it in a bank, I guess. A bank. Whose account? I don't know. Open an account. 
and you pretty and money's just flowing in like that, and you start well, nobody's paying any attention to where I'm putting this money. I think I'll put right. some of it in my account. I mean, human nature is a lot of people will do that, regardless of any sort of Marxist ideology or any any other belief that if nobody's paying attention and somebody hands you a bunch of money, you might take it. No, well, I would. I would argue, and I know I am right, that a lot of Marxists claim to have a philosophy, but what they mostly want, you know, what they entirely want is power. They want power and control. And I think when they see, how many figures is that? Ten figures flow into their uh, bank accounts? They think, you know, I got all the power and control I need right now. I'm out. And all their grand uh, rhetoric and their visions and their philosophy disappear in the blink of an eye. Well, they're not super smart because, especially in the case of the BLM people, you'd think, you know, if I buy a $6 million house or whatever it is, somebody's going to notice that but I want from what repercussion a- has come to them, Patrice Cullors, and, and that group? They still have the houses. Other than public scorn, I don't know if any did. Um, yeah, they don't give a crap about that. No, probably not. I like this one more comment. Uh, The bizarre thing here is that they could have just used ChatGPT to write, quote, anti-racism research papers that are better than most of what gets published on this topic in academia, but they couldn't even be bothered to type in a few chat prompts and submit the results to their favorite DEI journals. Right. Wow. Well, we've talked about this a lot through the years. We've raised a fair amount of money for some really, really good charities over the years and talked about how you got to Pay attention where your money goes. I read the John D. Rockefeller biography many, many, many years ago, and the thing that stuck in my head about that, he retired very young as the richest man in the world. And uh, he dedicated his life to philanthropy, but it was a full-time job paying attention to where his money was going and how it was being used. And he worked all day, every day, like it was a real job doing that, because you have to. I can't believe Jack Dorsey... As smart as he is, thought, I'll just cut a check for $10 million and trust something good is going to come out of this. Really? Yeah, well, I've heard it suggested that the the lionizing of candy was a, a white guilt form of racism in itself, in that... The guy's book is is certainly the How to Be an Anti-Racist doesn't make any sense. But people were so desperate to be seen lionizing a black man that they threw millions and millions of dollars at this guy. There are plenty of brilliant black people around if you want to lionize a black person. But he was so high profile, they thought, oh, I can prove that I'm the enlightened sort by contributing to him and claiming his book is gospel, even though it didn't make any sense. That's kind of a weird, white, guilty form of racism in my mind. Spend 20 minutes, you can find plenty of brilliant black people. You don't have to go with the one who's at the top of the charts. Or maybe a group of, of, of an organization run by a white person that's trying to do away with racism. You wouldn't have to be black, too. Yeah, you wouldn't get credit for it. Uh, this story, oh, we got to take a break. I'm so sorry. There's There are a couple more great quotes, but uh, we'll see if we can squeeze them in. Got a lot of stuff to get to this hour. Uh, yeah, I uh, hope you can stick around. Um, Trump and Biden both involved in the auto strike in the next 24 hours. Kind of interesting. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Travis Kelsey jersey sales up 400% since news broke of him dating Taylor Swift. What is that? Uh, I don't know. Because it doesn't seem like if you're a football fan, you would be more interested in buying a jersey because he's dating Taylor Swift. If you're a Swift fan, you would buy a jersey? Is it Taylor Swift fans buying football jerseys? You know, I just uh, sent Hanson a little audio request. One of the <laughs> new Insta trends on Insta Talk or Facegram or whatever <laughs> is uh, is uh, uh, women who bait their man by suggesting the only reason anybody knows who Travis Kelsey is because he's dating Taylor Swift and listen to them sputter there. What, what, what are you talking about? He's one of the premier tight ends in the end of the, He won three Super Bowls. So I guess that's trending among women on whatever. That's gram. hilarious. That is kind of funny. <laughs> so speaking of the Internet, which is a net negative to humanity and should be unplugged to the earliest possible convenience, uh, a couple of stories about tourism that annoyed the hell out of me. Full disclosure, Judy and I have an empty nest. COVID is over, more or less. And, and we want to actually do some traveling. And so I resent this. A story from the Wall Street Journal about Venice is trying to save itself from tourists. There, The population of Venice is dropping every single year precipitously. Like, it was 175,000 in the 50s. It's down to below 50,000 now for the first time in three centuries because there are so many tourists all the time. They've displaced all the residents. It's all Airbnb. All the like hardware stores have closed, and and now it's a coffee shop for the tourists, and so you can't get hardware. And the doctors have left, and Venice is vanishing as a place where people live. Wow. And so if it's only tourists, but like not people who actually live there, isn't it going to be more like the mock-up Venice at the Venetian in Vegas than it is Venice? Well, to a large extent, I guess, a Venice native said, we've become Italy's answer to Disneyland. And all of these spots that have, you know, your famous pictures, the Rialto Bridge, the Grand Canal, what have you, um, are so 
crowded now with Instagrammers trying to get the perfect picture. You can't move. That's it's, where it's a madhouse. That's where Kanye showed his bare bottom. Did you follow that story while he was in I, Venice? I, I, barely, yes, Ugh. I did. That was yes, rough. It yes. would seem that his hottie girlfriend was uh, uh, helping him out with a... Uh, oh, uh, yeah. releasing the tension. On the boat there in front were. of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not good. They were banned, I think, uh, for life from Venice. And then a story in the Daily Mail, which I found disgustinating. It was both disgusting and f- disgusting and fascinating. Is there's this Vermont town that has closed roads in a bid to stop the influx of annoying quote unquote influencers during the fall leaf changing season. Wow. There's one particular farm that has a winding road and a hill with changing leaves and the rest of it, and they have picture after picture after picture of hot chicks in their fashionable fall outfits walking down that road toward the farm, each virtually identical except it's different chicks in different outfits. They've had like put up police barricades to stop these people from ruining their town. That is it's exactly what you called it. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's dot. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There has only been, listen to this, one such whale killed off the coast of South Carolina in the last 50 years. But on the other hand, their windmills are causing whales to die in numbers never seen before. Nobody does anything about that. They're washing up and show. I saw it this weekend. Three of them came up. They wouldn't, you wouldn't see it once a year. Now they're coming up on a weekly basis. The windmills are driving them crazy. They're driving, they're driving the whales, I think a little batty, and they're washing up on shore at levels never seen before, and they want to stop your boats one in 50 years. Can you imagine that? So I saw that clip actually on MSNBC this morning, and they mocked it roundly. What is he talking about? Blah, 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 blah. So I guess if you're on that side of politics, you don't understand how those of us on the other side, all we see with this environmental stuff that you're trying to force down our throats is the fact that it's doing the opposite of what you claim for no particular reason. And that's what he was pointing out. 
It's enriching your cronies. That's reason enough. <clears throat> but right, yeah, so they banned boats there in the neighborhood where he was speaking because uh, they wanted to help the whales long ago, even though it was like once, twice a century doing any harm to whales, whereas the windmills are constantly. But it fits in with all the other green stuff that you're trying to force on us where it does so much more harm than good, whether it's to the economy or whatever. And uh, the fact that they didn't get that mocking mocking uh, the Trump clip there in MSNBC is just, I don't, I don't know, surprising to me. Or not surprising to me, I guess. Speaking of Trump, uh, he is going to join some part of the auto worker strike tomorrow that's not, I, I know it's still, I'm not sure he knows exactly what he's going to do or how it's going to play out, but he's going to try to stage an event around the auto worker strike tomorrow, counter-programming the debate that he's not attending. I'm sure it'll be all about America first and American yeah. manufacturing jobs and that sort of thing, which sure. will play beautifully. Now, NBC is reporting that Trump has broken with McCarthy, pushing Republicans to shut down the government. So he's he's uh, standing with that crowd, I suppose, politically. I can understand why you would. Kevin McCarthy is coming up on a decision that he's got to make probably soon. Well, I'll read this to you from the Associated Press. With the government shutdown now five days away, Congress is moving into crisis mode as Speaker Kevin McCarthy faces an insurgency from hard-right Republicans eager to slash spending, even if it means curtailing federal services for millions of Americans with a shutdown. There's no clear path ahead as lawmakers return with tensions high and options limited. The House is expected to vote tonight on a package of bills to fund parts of the government, but it's not clear McCarthy has the votes for that. And then also, is Ukraine funding going to be in there? Not sure if he's got the votes for that. In fact, there's some Senate uh, people in the Senate that might not be in favor of funding Ukraine also. But so he's probably going to have to come down to Friday of, uh, do I either let the government shut down and side with that wing of the Republican Party, or do I pass this mostly with Democrats and some Republicans and risk my speakership because there's going to be a lot of howling about that if he passes this with democrat votes there'll be a f pretty strong push for pushing him out from Which, who the the few firebrands i think the firebrands and a big chunk of america i'll be interested to see how fox covers it for instance if he passes yeah, this with mostly democrat votes I could be completely off base on this, but I, I I wonder whether it won't be portrayed as uh, Kevin McCarthy reached across the aisle and uh, passed a package of measures to keep the government funded and prevent a shutdown. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, quite probably. I just what's the alternative? Oh, for him or or the way they cover it? The coverage. I mean, how would you phrase it otherwise? Uh, well, I would just play lots of clips of uh, Matt Gates and, and other Republicans pushing, you know, the, the whole spending thing and how McCarthy has betrayed us and just let it hang out there as that. I yeah, I suppose so. But my, I guess my point is that the mass of the Republican Party doesn't want to do what the few firebrands do. So I don't see them hanging out McCarthy to dry. Well, so it's so there you go. It could be an important moment if uh, if the handful of the Republican Party that, as Kevin McCarthy said on Friday, just want to burn everything down. Uh, if they come out looking like just intransigent losers who want to well burn everything down with no actual solution, as portrayed by the mainstream media and Fox, I don't know. That might wait to take a lot of their power. Maybe that whole. 
thing will be over, the power that they have. I don't think it will. Uh, Sorry, I must disagree just because Fox News is dead to a lot of the people who follow these people. They are way onto the Alterna news sites, and, you know, I'd name them, but I'd get some of them wrong. Um, Their constituency doesn't care. They will they will solidify the support of well, their uh, enthusiastic fully, minority. I fully understand that, but they just might not have the power anymore to do the things that they could do before. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Having um, tried and failed, you mean? The, yeah. the people won't be scared of them anymore? Right, exactly. That could be, yeah. That's what I think. This might be the end of people running around, oh, no, the four or five people don't want to go along with us. Whatever, do whatever you want. Yeah, okay, I admit it. You've got me somewhat interested in the politics of this, how it plays out. I think Kevin McCarthy is definitely going to be at a point where he said a couple of weeks ago, you know, pass the effing resolution. Go ahead, do it. Call a vote. Go ahead. I'm ready. I'm standing right here. Call the vote. Let's have the votes. Because there's nobody else. that, that you got to have a Speaker of the House. And right. uh, I assume you want it to be a Republican, not a Democrat, um, if you're the Republican Party. So go ahead, pick somebody that's going to get more votes than me. We we can vote a hundred times, two hundred times over the entire weekend if you want to. But you know, come Monday, we probably need to have a speaker. I think he's solid there. Uh, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, nobody else wants the job. Nobody else could win the job. So I could see Chip Roy being the pivotal guy because he's uh, sane. Uh, and he's right about a lot of things. He might get a concession from McCarthy that means something in terms of the budget or, or uh, uh, entitlement reform or something, at least a commitment to have a vote on something, and, and he might uh, call the dogs off. I don't know. I want to deal with this spending situation as much as anybody, but you, you've got a handful of people majority in the House, and you don't have the Senate or the presidency. How are you going to get anything done now? You aren't. True. True. You have no bargaining power. Exactly. Other than, uh, essentially, uh, the Matt Gates of the world are gluing their hands to the Mona Lisa. Or, or <laughs> you know, if you know what I mean. All so they I can think- do, really, is, is uh, you know, chain themselves to whatever. Yeah, well, maybe we move past it this weekend. They uh, they try to flex their muscle. They try to get a new House Speaker. They try to boot out McCarthy. They can't. And, okay, your threats are no good anymore. That was fun while it lasted. You want to be sad? I have a sad story for you. Sure. <laughs> Do you want to be sad? You don't hear that on a lot of radio shows. No, you don't. Coming up, coming up your chance to be sad. Things that annoy the crap out of me and or sadden you. Edward Edward McClelland, in his fabulously greeted 2016 book, How to Speak Midwestern, he points out, quote, every part of the United States has its own accent. But they ask in the National Review for how long might that be the case? Um, and they point out that uh, because of the, uh, the uh, Internet and everybody lives an electronic life and there's so much mobility now that regional accents are going away and going away fast in most of the country. Yeah, I've always wondered about how accents lasted as long as they did. I grew up in the part of the Midwest that is sort of famously the least accented part of the country, like right in the center of the country where there's just hardly any accent at all. That's where why a lot of broadcasters came from Nebraska and Kansas and those kind of areas because there's just zero accent. But I always wondered how accents continued given television. And you see that everybody else in the country is not speaking like they do in the South 
or in Brooklyn or in Minnesota or various places. I'm surprised accents have lasted as long as they did. Yeah, it's funny. They observe that some people claim that there isn't a Midwestern accent, but he identifies three distinct ones. Inland North, which is like Buffalo to Milwaukee, the lower Great Lakes. Midland, which is Western Pennsylvania to Iowa and North Central. The Midwest's far northern reaches, don't you know, uh, which is absolutely an accent. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. When I when I moved to Kansas from Wisconsin as a kid, everybody made fun of the way I talked. And then I lost that Wisconsin accent. Interesting. You're mocked, mocked. Uh, let's see. What, what, is, what is the part I wanted to get to? My mom the still the talks map. like she's yeah. from South Dakota. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> the redder the map is, the closer a region is to your dialect. The bluer it is, the less you have in common. Um, anyway, so it, it, it horrors, it horrifies me every time I go anywhere in America and see all the same big box stores and all the same chain restaurants and the rest of it. Yep. My buddy, the private pilot, he gets to travel all over the country, flying rich people around. And he said, the disappointing thing is every city he goes to, you land at the airport and you drive off and yeah, it's, you could, you you wouldn't know where you are. It's all exactly the same. Maybe the weather's different, but there's. A Chili's and a Best Buy and a Target, and a, we all know what it is because we've all got them everywhere. Sure. Uh, University of Georgia linguistics professor Margaret Renwick recently led a study analyzing the voices of over 100 native Georgians, some born as early as the 1800s. Oh, man, man, you're old as hell. Maybe they're on tape. And others as late as 2003. Study focused on key vowels found in the words bide, bait, bet, and bat. The results, she told NPR, we found that all of them are more southern in older speakers and less so in younger speakers. So the southern drawl versions of these, imitating the southern accent, uh, speakers in Gen Z who are currently college students, instead what we call a pan-regional accent that has been documented elsewhere in the U.S. I was also interested when we lived in North Carolina and we moved there and worked there for a while, Joe and I, as we were running from the law, having to go from town to town to do a radio show. Um uh, I knew people that were born and raised in Charlotte who had the thick southern accent, and I knew people that were born and raised in Charlotte that had zero southern accent. Mm-hmm. I never could quite understand how that worked. I think it probably has to do with family. Maybe. Yeah. I do, but I, I definitely, it definitely seemed pretty clear from knowing people. Some people embrace, spe- specifically the southern accent, uh, embrace it, and some people, I think, shun it, even though they live in the south. It's a damn shime. So, anyway, uh, depressing. And this this country is so big and different and wonderful. One of the great pleasures of my life has been in living in virtually every region of the country and seeing the differences culturally, you know, language, uh, accent. No, uh, I like homogenized. We should all be eating no. the exact same food, speaking the exact same way, watching the same shows. Yeah, I know. It's sickening. May God damn you to, let's see, where would be a good location? How about hell? And all we <laughs> discuss ever is presidential politics. Oh, all, no. As we've gone national oh. with our food chains and our dialect, we've gone national with our politics. I was already unsteady on my feet. He doubled me over with that one. <laughs> Nobody cares will, about local politics either. Oh, we will finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Boy, now Breaking news We are suing Amazon. We being the United States of America, not Joe and I. The Federal Trade Commission, the federal government, is suing Amazon. So, um,. A federal trade commission in 17 states suing Amazon, alleging it wields monopoly power to overcharge sellers and keep prices artificially high. According to the New York Times, this sets up a long-awaited antitrust fight that could alter the way Americans shop if it doesn't go Amazon's way. If Amazon is doing that, I'm against it. But uh, let's see. I'm, I'm not anti-things just getting big and successful. No, of course not. I'm reminded of the uh, Google antitrust suit in which every time I dig into it, I think, you know, I'm not sure I have enough interest to spend enough time to get a really firm grip on which way this case ought to go. You know what I mean? The government claims that, well, uh, they strong-armed Safari or Apple into putting Google as the default search engine on Safari and Apple says, well, it was a good enough deal, and Google's like, eh, we wanted the deal. And I, I don't know. It's too, it's too hard to nail down in the world to attack what's a monopoly. There's a number of things I hate about Amazon currently, but um, there's an awful lot to like about it, too. And What did I have the other day? I don't know. It was something. I need an adapter of some sort of thing. I type on my phone. It's here in the afternoon, delivered to my door. I mean, it's just... It's unbelievable. But I believe you yourself have complained about how you have to. Oh, no, that was Google, actually. How you have to go through all sorts of sponsored results until you get something no, that's, that's more probably the best deal. But Amazon's similar, I think. That's what I was going to complain about with Amazon. It's worse than it's ever been. You, okay. can, you can search the title of a particular book, and it will give you 10 other books before you get to the actual title of the book that you searched. You gotta scroll all the way down to the bottom to get to the thing you actually search for. But that's a free market thing. If people don't like it, they'll shop somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. But it is annoying. Yeah. I you know what I want. I told you in the little search bar exactly what I'm looking for. 
quit trying to foist other things on me. Would you like to buy this instead, or perhaps in addition, sir? How about this fine book? Oh, how about this athlete's foot powder? It's very soothing. And some you things a damn I, book. Some things I hate buying the way I buy them because I think I love brick and mortar stores. I lock, wa- love walking downtown and uh, bookstores are all kinds of different stores, the clothing store, whatever. But man, I wanted this pair of socks and. Uh, I ordered it, and it cost me, like, what, three extra bucks to have it delivered to my door today? Gas would cost me more than that to drive downtown. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of legal stuff I don't really understand, there's this article about squatters creating a nightmare situation in this Florida neighborhood. Actually, a a great aunt of mine, I think that's the right term, uh, lived in Winter Park, Florida. But I've never understood this. If somebody walks into my house, they're a trespasser, and I can throw their ass out or beat them down or whatever I want. But if they, like, sleep there overnight, all of a sudden they're a squatter, and you can't do anything about it. Mm. What's that? I happen to go on vacation for a week, and they stay there for a week. Well, there are laws against evicting people with a prolonged... Screw that! I don't get it. More on that tomorrow, perhaps. Hey, folks, it's, uh, it's time for, for uh, final thoughts with uh, Jack Armstrong, Joe Getty. Hopefully, after me, we can uh, go out and uh, slap five and uh, get some ice cream. Just just have a good old time. All right. Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. We got to update the AI so it's much more whispery and halting yeah. and stumbly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's old Joe Biden. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, our technical director. Lead us off, Michael. Uh, yeah, speaking of squatters, I was thinking about bookstores like Borders and Barnes & Noble. And uh, because all people did was squat in there and they never bought anything, uh, the stores are disappearing. So if you're going to read a book, just buy the thing, you know? That's uh, honorable of you. Uh, Katie Green, our esteemed newswoman. Katie, a final thought? Yeah, you guys were talking about dentists earlier, and last week I mentioned I'm doing a two-part dentist procedure. Well, today I do part two, so I'm heading over to the quick stop. Gonna get her done. (laughs) (laughs) Unlicensed Ecuadorian backroom dentistry. Jack, a final thought for us. So uh, this Kelsey football player who's dating Taylor Swift, his jersey sales went up 400% since Sunday. Somebody texted, they're absolutely right. Because I was wondering, is it football players that that care who the guy is? No, nah, it wouldn't be that. It's just what she's wearing. It's just like if she's seen with a certain handbag, she was wearing his jersey. So you want to wear the clothing she's wearing, just like her shoes or her hairstyle or anything else. So that's why. Hanson, send Taylor Swift and Armstrong and Getty sports bra stat. <laughs> My final thought, what's your favorite unique second-person plural? Is it you guys, y'all, or yous? Or, as a former Chicagoan, yous guys? I'm a y'all, I think, a lot of times. I'm comfortable with y'all. I really, maybe it was those years in Charlotte. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Go pick up some A&G swag, armstrongandgetty.com. We have the hot links there for you as well. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. The words of a president matter. Are you sure of that, dude? Well, yep. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, as you evolve our institutions. Pull that bad account Let me say, let me say one thing. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So I'm like an off-the-books uh, garage plastic surgeon, and I'm injecting filler into women's butts, and they die? You don't think I should be in trouble? I don't know. Were you doing your best? On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.